What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me on episode two of the Ramen and Wrestling Podcast. My name is Stinger. I'm one-third of the Dorm Warriors, and uh, let's just dive right in on it. Uh, I've got some news I want to break. Well, it's not breaking because this is a weekly podcast. Um, So last time we talked, er, um, Finn Balor had just won the Universal Championship. He, uh, as everyone knows... Uh, dislocated his shoulder in the match, popped it back in and finished the match, which was crazy. Uh, but because of it, it's going to take roughly six months. And uh, from an update he had on his first day of physical therapy, he thinks uh, it'll take the full six months to recover, uh, which is unfortunate. People were hoping it was going to be the, it was going to be closer to the four month end. Um, but who knows? You know, he could have a crazy recovery, like John Cena, for example. But, as of right now, it looks like it's going to be more on the six-month end, which is not good news for anyone involved. Now, so because of that, tonight on WWE Monday Night Raw in my hometown of Houston, which I have tickets to go see, I'm insanely excited about that. Uh, There's going to be, the main event is a a Fatal 4-Way match to crown the second-ever WWE Universal Champion between Big Cass, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. Now, everyone thinks there's going to be a double turn tonight between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, and while I would like that, I don't think that's what's going to happen, unfortunately. Um, I think to the guys in the back, Roman has too good... has He's got the perfect look to them, um, but to me... There's nothing wrong with Roman Reigns in the ring. In his in-ring ability, he is really good. He's You've seen it. You've heard it on the interviews with Seth Rollins, with uh, Finn Balor in Finn Balor Part 2 of the uh, on Talk is Jericho podcast. All these guys have just talked about how good of an in-ring worker he is, and he really is. He's an incredible worker. But it's the riding I don't agree with. I think he could be an amazing heel. I think he could be one... I think he could be a character for the ages if they had him as a heel, but unfortunately, I don't think they're ever going to go that route at this point. Um, so, and also because Seth Rollins makes an amazing, amazing heel, I don't think we're going to get the change. You know, get a double turn. Now, if it's done correctly, that would be amazing. Not like the Carmella Nikki Bella thing, where they made. Nikki Bella come back as a heel for one night, or at least put her on the heel team, and then have someone turn on her to make her face. It was just weirdly done. I was, I was hoping, uh, I want a double turn more like Bret Hart, uh, Bret Hart and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was a great double turn. You don't see a lot of matches like that. But that was the perfect example when uh, the submission match where Stone Cold would rather pass out than tap out in a pool of his own blood, literally. Um, Also, speaking of other news, um, in the Randy Orton-Brock Lesnar fight, it is said that when he got there, he was told that Lesnar knew how to use just the tip of his elbow and cut him open, but slightly so a little blood would be drawn. Um, but obviously that's not what happened. Lesnar went overboard, essentially. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you take steroids. (laughs) Please don't kill me. (laughs) Um, but, uh, it's rumored that, uh, Randy Orton's been, over the past week, has been going over further medical evaluation to make sure he's at 100%. 
um, Dudley Boys are making an appearance in uh, ICW. It's a Irish, uh, I think it's Irish Championship Wrestling. Uh, it's an Irish promotion, and they're going by Team 3D. So they retired from the WWE. They made an agreement um, with the company a little over a month ago, but no deal was ever signed. And they just decided to go their separate ways on good terms from everything I've read. Uh, the door's wide open. The Dudleys can, from what I understand, can just walk back in and sign the old deal, uh, the pre-made deal, and get to work. So, I think the Dudleys, the Dudleys are getting up there in age. I think the, um, oops, sorry about that. Um, I think they're just getting a little up there. And, uh, they need... I need they need some rest from the crazy travel schedule that WWE has. I mean that's why Brock Lesnar left the company in the first place was because he hated the traveling. You know that was his big problem. Um, and WWE wrestlers have insane schedules. They're on the road roughly 300 days out of the year, the on average. So that's an insane schedule for these guys to keep to put their bodies under as well as compete the way that they do and perform the way that they do. Um, also some sad news, uh, yesterday Mr. Fuji passed away, or it was announced by WWE that Mr. Fuji passed away, the famous, um, manager for WWE for years, um, I still remember I was watching some old WrestleManias, uh, and I was watching the awful one, WrestleMania 9, where Mr. Fuji throws the salt in the eyes of, um, of Bret Hart, and Yokozuna, Yokozuna gets the win, and then for no reason... Hulk Hogan comes out, challenges him to a match for the championship, wins the championship. Why? Because <laughs> Hulk Hogan was given creative control. That's why, essentially. Um, now, on to what to expect for this week. Uh, I'm going to focus on Monday Night Raw because that's where a lot of the news is right now. Um, with the... Uh, in terms of the Universal Championship. Now, a lot of people have been giving a lot of crap about the look. And, to be honest, I don't think the look is that bad. I think that they went a little too red, to be honest. And, also, SmackDown uh, unveiled their Women's Championship and their, and their Tag Team Championships. Both of which follow the similar pattern of looking like the opposite belt, just with a different color scheme, uh, color scheme. Now, the reason why I really don't like that is because when one belt, you're making one belt look like a knockoff of another. The Universal looks like a knockoff of the World Championship. The SmackDown Women's and Tags looks like a knockoff of the Raw, the Raw Women's and Tag Championships, and it makes them look like B belts. It make but thing is, is it makes look uh, makes like uh, it makes Raw have one B belt and SmackDown has two B belts because they just look like knockoffs. They could have been unique. They should have been genuinely unique belts. To be honest, uh, there was a rumored uh, look of a belt um, that looked like the Winged Eagle design. That would have been really really cool to see the. Uh, the throw, a throwback to the classic. Now, there's also a design floating around the internet right now 
of a possible new United States Championship, which I love the current United Champion United States Championship. I've always have, but I think an update or not yeah, an update, I think is the right word to say in this situation is exactly what it needs to stay relevant because right now especially with that amazing promo the Miz cut on Daniel Bryan from what I understand is a work shoot um, like the things he said about Daniel Bryan you know like not wanting to get back in the ring all of that was a work right that was all understood but the things he was saying about himself how he's been here how he works hard all that stuff that was all a shoot you know which to be honest the Miz is one of the is a really good in-ring competitor I don't think he could ever be faced just because he's such a great heel. I mean, he is such a great heel. He's such a great guy, too, in reality from ev- from everything that I've seen. Um, now, the Intercontinental Championship got an update in the look going, uh, I think, three years ago now, four years ago now, where they changed the belt to a white strap again, like which is a throwback design. Um... Now, I like the Intercontinental Championship. I wouldn't change it. Because the white belt strap, at least before the red strap came along for the Universal, made the belt look unique. I think the United States Championship needs something, needs an update. Uh, I think an updated look would really help elevate it. I think Rusev is doing a good job with the belt right now. Um, now... There's a uh, women's six-pack challenge that's going to be on Backlash to uh, crown the new uh, women SmackDown's women champion. I think it's going to go down to either Carmella or Nikki Bella. Probably Nikki Bella because uh, after the neck injury, after coming back from the neck injury, um, it's rumored that she's probably doesn't have much longer left of a career. And so, give her one last big run with the belt. Make her the first ever SmackDown's women champion. Give her something, you know, to solidify her. Because while for the longest time, we had to sit through crappy Bella magic deals and flirting with the celebrity guest hosts or whatever, the Bella Twins both, Nikki and Brie both, had did amazing, especially in recent years, of stepping up their in-ring ability. They, for the longest time, were not, not that good. But Brie, Nikki more so in my opinion. I think Nikki definitely has come into her own and become an amazing singles competitor uh, athletic-wise. And she looked great on at a SummerSlam. But it was obvious who it was going to be, the uh, partner. I just... I would have preferred it to be Nia Jax instead of have her come back as a heel and then face turn her 24 hours later. She was going to get a huge pop when she returned. She left because of an injury. We all saw her at WrestleMania in that neck, in that neck brace. We all cared for her. You know, we've... we Some people watch Total Divas. I've seen a couple episodes. I refuse to watch the series habitually. Um, but it we have an insight into her life. She's very vocal on social media, so... She's very easy to empathize with in terms of uh, storytelling. In terms of storytelling, she's very empathic, empathetic. You know, people know her. It's very easy to get to know her on social media. It's very easy to feel like you know her personally. I would have run, I would run with that, which it seems like they're doing now, but I would have done that from the get-go. I think he just delayed it, and it just feels like he took a stutter step, like a wrong step. And uh, 
Like, you might have missed your count, essentially. You might have missed the play in football terminology. But anyway, um, so there's been a lot of, uh, a lot has happened the last week, you know, with the Finn Balor injury, Mr. Fuji, unfortunately, passing away, the new belt, an amazing Cruiserweight Classic, which I would recommend going and check out. Uh, I watch all of them, but with my crazy school schedule, I've had to stop doing the weekly reviews, as you could probably tell. Um... Oh, also some big news for us. We're now on iTunes. I know I accidentally said it in the video last week. We were actually being uh, submitted for iTunes uh, at that time. But uh, now we're on YouTube, as you can see the video right here, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. It helps us out very much. Um, now, with, um, I think, Backlash, yeah, the uh, SmackDown pay-per-view coming up. Uh, it's going to be the first single pay-per-view where it's just one uh, show since the brand split. You know, we had um, SummerSlam and the one before, uh, which happened right after the draft. Um, now we have one that's legitimately only one show, only SmackDown. And I'm very interested into where they're going to go. I mean, Heath Slater was on the show was on SmackDown, and they were like, and they said, you know, if he had a partner, you know, he could compete for it. For a, if he won, he got a contract. I think I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Um, now, I love this hottest free agent in WWE angle. Um, he Slater is a really good competitor, and he's just a very good act. He's fun to watch. I mean, because he can be a comedy act, but he's also well, I mean, he's a jobber, essentially. He's a part of the Job Squad 3.0, I guess you could say. Because <laughs> the core was definitely Job Squad 2.0. Um, but the Social Outcast was a really good gimmick, now that that's over with. Speaking of the Social Outcast, came to mind really fast. Um, Bo Dallas, former Social Outcast, was recently pulled off a flight while boarding. He was apparently very drunk. And he was singing songs from The Lion King to his wife. And when the uh, pilot asked him to calm down and take his seat, he apparently told everyone to go themselves. Repetitively. <laughs> and uh, that's not a very good sign. That's a very good way to cripple yourself in the eyes of the business, especially now that, especially since the company is so PG and is very focused on their external image. They want to look good. And drunkenly singing and getting kicked off a plane is not good for your image. It's not good for the company's image. Now, Bo Dallas is a great worker. I'm hoping they give him some time off. I'm hoping he's able to get his life together. Uh, because he's a great... I mean, his family's all great. His, his real-life brother, Bray Wyatt, for example recently is having this singles push because um, they I think they clearly uh, took apart the Wyatt family you know it's just Bray from now on and um, to be honest I never think that the Wyatt family was used correctly I think they had the opportunity to be something great when they uh, if like with the things with John Cena, with um, Daniel Bryan, when he tried to recruit people, 
they should have let that happen. He should have been like recruiting people, become a force to be reckoned with, almost like a Ministry of Darkness 2.0, except better. A clear leader, not some mysterious force who, of course, like it always turns out to be, is Vince McMahon. No, let Bray Wyatt, let him be this cult leader, drink the Kool-Aid, ascend with me to the meteor kind of deal. Let him be that. He could have been amazing as a faction leader, but his in-ring ability, his, what, the way he can work a mic is amazing. He is the next Undertaker. Him and Finn Balor both are showing what this company is going for for the next at least five or six years. Now, on to more, more SmackDown news. Um, it seems like I was right. Uh, AJ Styles versus uh, Dean Ambrose is going to be the um, championship match for Backlash. Now, I think this feud could definitely be interesting that both great in-ring competitors. Uh, I just hope that the storyline is done right. Uh, and I hope Dolph Ziggler uh, is staying at the top of the card on SmackDown where he deserves to be. I hope he's not relegated back to the mid card. Now, I'm going to go with where I'm going to start my, where I would take it, and I'm going to work Raw, because I've talked a lot about SmackDown in this uh, week's podcast, uh, so I want to focus on Raw for the future. Now, for the Universal Championship match, the winner of the Fatal 4-Way tonight, Roman Reigns, and I know it's not going to happen, but a Roman Reigns heel turn, but not with a, uh, not with like the authority, not like you know everyone's. Uh, I saw, I heard a really good one. I think it was, it was on a episode of on um, what culture wrestling. Adam Blompier was talking about it, and it was like you know ensure like you know have like the authority, uh, even though they're not technically still around, get behind. Uh, behind Roman and have him be like a corporate champion now I say just be like have him as a character be sick and tired of people telling him he's not good enough you know he shouldn't be champion we hate him that kind of stuff have him legitimately be sick of the fans hatred for him you know saying he can't wrestle saying stuff like that play off of the reality play off of him being sick and tired you know have him go just to town on someone, have him take off the turnbuckle and just slam Seth Rollins' head into it. Have him go insane. Have him uh, do use low blows when the ref isn't looking tonight. Have him do whatever it takes and to win the championship. He doesn't care if he's a good guy. He doesn't care if he's a bad guy. He's his own guy. He doesn't give a crap what you think. He doesn't give a crap what the authority thinks. He doesn't give a crap what the other people in the locker room thinks. He's there. He's champion. He runs this place. Have him be a heel. A strong heel. Not a tweener heel. Have him be like, I don't care about... Like, have him be like Brock Lesnar to Heath Slater. I don't give a about you kids. Have him just be plain spoken, uncaring, brutal. Because his moveset is amazing for that. His moveset looks like it really hurts. A Superman punch really hurts. A spear hurts. If you've played football uh, back in high school or whatever, if you've been tackled or uh, you've tackled someone, you can tell it hurts them. Getting tackled 
hurts. And so, I would have him win as a heel. And if not him, I would have Kevin Owens win, mostly because uh, Sami Zayn needs another top push. And I really don't want to see the feud continue anymore, because even though it is amazing, and every time I see it, even though they've had like 10 matches on pay-per-views or main events, um, every time it feels new, which is an amazing thing to be able to do, but the one thing about that is about Sami Zayn is Sami Zayn won the feud. Sami Zayn won with that amazing double-up hell of a kick in the corner. And yet, now he's tag-teaming with Neville because Raw didn't know what to do with him. He could have been the top guy. He's amazing. It seems like the WWE took the legs out from under him. You know, took the win. Took the win out from behind his sail. He could have been amazing, and he still can be. I just think, restart the Kevin Owen feud just for a little bit. Get him back on the top. Start him with the feud with a guy like Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. You know, the uh, especially with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn, both of them, they can both tell a story, and they don't have to have the belt. You know, both of these guys deserve to have the belt, but as we've seen in the past, the belt is mostly a prop and is not always given out on merit alone. It's used for storytelling, which it should be. But definitely the guy, the guys who are able to tell the best stories in the ring and on the mic, the guys who are the best competitors, the guys who are there, Brock Lesnar from, what, two years ago? These guys are, are should have the prop. It doesn't matter that it's just a prop. This prop means the world to these people. They don't, they, uh, they know the outcome from the beginning. You know, they don't care. They love this thing. So give the guys who are the best in the world at what they do the belt. Give the give the Seth Rollins, give the give the Seth Rollins, give the Sami Zayn's, give the Kevin Owens, give them the belt. I don't think Big Cass is gonna win, mostly because of um, his his thing with Enzo is going too strong right now. Um, I do think they're gonna break them up, but I don't think they're gonna break them up anytime soon. They're doing too well as a tag team. They're selling too many shirts. And they're both way too marketable. Um, so, that's where I would go. I would have either Roman Reigns win as a heel. Or have Kevin Owens have the belt and have and use him uh, to elevate Sami Zayn or other guys on the lower, upper, uh, the, the lower bit of the top card. Uh, and have him elevate them because he can put on the amazing matches to do that. Now, I don't think WWE is going to do that. I think they're either going to give it to Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. And uh, I don't think there's going to be the double turn. But I'll find out tonight when I'm there, that is. Um, I think it's going to be... I don't. I think wrestling is at its peak right now. That it's been for in a while. We've got some amazing wrestlers telling great stories. Now I think there's some duds. The uh, the Bob Backlund, Darren Young thing took a while to get off. 
Titus O'Neil is now a heel. They didn't make it clear at first. They should have just had him outright become a heel instead of this slow turn. It didn't make sense. Titus O'Neil hasn't been on TV that much, especially since his uh, suspension a couple months ago. Um, I think it would have been really easy for fans to just accept him as a heel. You know, tired of the old guy running his mouth. But they had to make it so slow and dragged out the storyline and made it uninteresting. Um, I definitely think that there'll be some, uh, I definitely think there'll be some great stories that come out of it, but I definitely think it started off as it did. Um, this Carmella Nikki Bella thing, it could be great, it could be a dud, but it doesn't matter, because with what's going on in NXT with Shinsuke Nakamura, the new NXT champion, the king of strong style, uh, with Samoa Joe, with the dislocated jaw... But I think he's he's set to come back fairly soon. It wasn't that severe, unlike Finn Balor's dislocated shoulder. From everything that's going on in WWE, from the Cruiserweight Classic to SmackDown to Monday Night Raw to NXT, this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. I mean, you can always say, you know, it was always better back in the old days with the more adult content. But adult content doesn't equal good story. It doesn't make it interesting. Um, just look at uh, Sausage Party. I haven't seen it yet, but from what everyone, from everything I've seen, it's been mostly stupid. You know, it's, it's, it's just adult jokes left and right with no real good story. When it's obvious, you can tell adult jokes, have a very adult-themed movie, and still have a great story. Look at the Deadpool movie that came out in February. and it's But it's also possible to have PG. People say PG restricts them too much, um, and you can't tell a good story with PG. You've seen Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar. There are amazing stories that you get emotionally involved in at 20, at 30, that are designed... For 10 year olds you cried at Toy Story 3 I know I did everyone did but that's the point is it's not about the blood or the swearing or the boobs it's about the story I mean yes wrestling is predetermined but who cares it's a, so is Game of Thrones so is house so is any other TV show, so is Scandal, so is How uh, how to Get Away with Murder. All of these shows are scripted, yes. But we don't call those fake. Oh, you shouldn't call wrestling fake. It's scripted. And there are guys like John Cena where it's not as scripted as you think. He goes into the ring and he calls his matches, something that used to be a lot more popular than it is now. But guys like The Rock, specifically The Rock, had a tendency of wanting to have the match plotted out and planned before time, well ahead of time, instead of making lots of calls in the ring to tell the story and react off the crowd, which is what John Cena does, which is a bit of a lost art form. But wrestling is an amazing platform to tell amazing stories, and that's what we get to witness as wrestling fans. Thank you for joining me on this episode of um, Ramen and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I have been Stinger, and I'll check you next time.